Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Dave, uh, I'm so excited to do another show with you. Oh. Uh, I love when you wear gold chain over your t-shirt. It shows class. I'm bringing it back, man. I'm bringing it back to the 80s, how we used to do when we were kids. Why don't you tell everybody out there how they can show us love? You guys can go on our um, social media <laughs> yeah. and Six Unseemly and, uh, and all social media and, and uh, unseemlyquestions.com. That was right. The information was correct, Dave. Great. I know. Let's I know. I've been studying started. for weeks. Yeah, Finally, let's, let's do this. Let's get this show started. Welcome to Six Unseemly Questions. I'm your host, Victor Barnato. This is my sidekick, Dave Rodzinski. So glad to have you, Dave. Really? More or less. Uh, okay. we, have a great, we have a great contestant on the show today. Uh, please put your hands together for Drew Kristoff. Welcome to the show, Drew. Hey, thanks for having me, everyone. I'm so How's happy that you're here. You're going to be a great contestant. Uh, also, in our studio audience, we have Shauna Christmas. Welcome. Welcome. Shana, welcome. All right. So uh, I'm going to tell you how the show works, Drew, and then we're going to get started. I'm going to ask you six unseemly questions. At the end of each question, I will ring a bell if I like your answer like this. However, if I do not like your answer, I will not ring a bell, and I'll tell you why. Regardless of how many bells you get at the end of the show, we'll decide whether or not it's worth giving you five whole dollars for your appearance on the show. USD. You, five whole dollars. Five whole US dollars. Yes. That's right. That's a lot of that's a lot of uh, <laughs> pennies. Now, Drew, uh, uh, time for your first question. All right. Here, here it is. First question. Question number one. What do you do at Cornell? What do I do? Oh yeah, no, actually, that's a that I use that I, I I went to Cornell undergrad actually. Okay. So I just have access to that email number. So what I currently do with that address is I use it to get a discount from Verizon for my cell phone service ah. because they think that I actually work at Cornell right now using that. So I get an additional twenty percent off of my phone bill in addition to the normal discounts that I have for being a longtime customer. So oh, I that, that's you know what. You know what? Profound. You just gave me a whole, a whole, you opened up a whole world for me because I just became an adjunct professor at Ryder University. And so oh. I have an email address from and If you uh, have Ryder. a .edu, yeah, you're pretty much good yes. to go. A lot of companies offer different discounts. I actually got a discount on my auto insurance at one point. Oh my gosh. Fact. I'm totally going to be uh, working that angle. You know what? You get a bell for your first Whoa. question. Yeah. yeah. All right. You gave me some information that I can use to save. I'm liking this. All right. Uh, great job on your first question. It's, uh, now see. it's time for your second question. But before we get to your second question, can you please tell people out there what you do? Okay. Well, um, I am an attorney, but I also do a little bit of stand-up. 
Okay. And I have done some improv as well. So currently I'm just working from home and trying to work on my next great set. Okay, wonderful. Well, good luck on your next great set. You got sidetracked, <laughs> man. You got you got sidetracked your rookie year from the pandemic, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. I had finally started. You, you know, were hitting Dave, it. You were hitting Dave, got, Dave convinced me to get on stage for the first time like two years mm -hmm. ago. Um, I started doing some improv, and then I finally got serious. All right. And now you're about it and started, you know, doing shows. I went to do shows like two weeks in a row, which is a big deal for me. I was like, ooh, <laughs> building some consistency. And then pandemic struck. So I don't know if that was God telling me to hold up on releasing the magic to the world, you know? Yeah, we all got to hold up on releasing the magic right now. Well, if you want to spread any of that magic around this show, go right ahead. All right. Yeah, just uh, don't be a super spreader. Drew, it's time for question number two. <laughs> question right. number two. Uh, why are you friends with Dave Rosinski? That is so mean. What, what do you mean? mean? All right, well, go ahead. I want to hear why he's friends with me, too. I am well, I'll curious. I'll actually be sincere, actually. And um, it gets into um, what I mentioned earlier about Dave convincing me to do stand-up. So Dave and I first met working on a project years ago. And what was, was that project? Was it like a porno movie? It was a, a lawyer, lawyer job. Lawyer job. Oh, a lawyer yeah, job. Yeah. A lawyer job. We yeah, call them right. projects. That's just the <laughs> cool talk. Yeah, yeah, everything is like project-based, so we just refer to them as projects, or you might refer to them as, you know, whatever the legal matter we were working on together. I don't even and remember I, what it was at this point, do you? I, well, I can't remember the actual case, but I, I kind of, what case I remember we were at Hudson. Hudson. Remember yeah, it was that's Hudson? right. <laughs> uh -huh. I remember, I remember. Well, we just immediately hit it off, you know? I, I was kind of a bit of a slacker and sat in the back of the case room, and Dave kind of did too. And I remember he always wore like, he always has like dope Nikes. Like Dave's sneaker game is always on point. And I remember like everyone kind of was always dressed up and like really buttoned up. And then, you know, Dave would come in still looking, <laughs> still looking dressed, but always with the fly Nikes on. So we just kind of struck up conversation that way. Oh, how's and your Nike how game now, Dave? It's improved. It's definitely, a, I've got some new ones. These are my new 90s right here. They're pretty fresh. Oh, fresh. Wow. Oh, there you go. Frisky. There's more. I had to, when, when I came down here, I pretty much had to throw away all my stuff and I had to get new sneakers and stuff. So I'm going to tell, I'm going to, I'm going to roll uh, no bell on that. Oh, topic. brutal. And I'll tell you why. Uh, Cause I can't understand why anybody's friends with Dave Brzezinski. You're friends <laughs> so, with me. You're so mean. Well, I am I'm, I'm friends with you, but I'm like, you know, you don't know I, why you're friends I'm with me. I'm very charitable. I'm a generous person. That is very nice of you so... to keep me around and thank you. You're welcome, Dave, anytime. And it's time for question number three. Question number, number three. three. Uh, how would you achieve world peace? How would I achieve world peace? Okay. If I really had to set my mind to it and actually had to figure it out, yeah. I think... All right, wait, so quick question. So in this world, can I make anything happen that I really need to make it happen? Like IE, I, I can develop computer knowledge because I would need to program the hell out of a computer to create an AI. Well, I feel so. like if you, <laughs> if you, yeah, you can take any route, any route you want. Okay, all right, so perfect. So in this, in this version, I can, I'm a, an excellent computer programmer, like better than Elon Musk, better than any of these dudes. Like they don't hold a candle to me. So you're like what I'm that, going to you're, do, you're like uh, that, that uh, Matthew Broderick in, in uh, War Games. Was that Matthew Broderick? 
That is, yes. that's it. Do you want, Do to, you play want to play a game? Nice. <laughs> You're so good at voices, Dave. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I've been practicing. I, I thought you were speaking. Okay, and go ahead with your. So I would create an AI, basically, and I think because ultimately I think we would need something to make decisions beyond what regular human beings can do. Ultimately, I don't think anyone is ever going to be, you know, kind of, you know, altruistic enough to really sacrifice the way we need. So I think we would, you know, I would make an AI that kind of starts making decisions for us, you know, maybe starts making sure that we limit reproduction, make sure that we limit <laughs> and decrease our it's kind of evil. Like, yeah, my plan would be super evil, ultimately. You don't, you don't think like people China. would rise up and fight against that? Yeah, why do you want oh, to put wow. us in a robot war? This, I, I can't this even believe a, what you're saying right now. You know what? Nobel. What a oh, terrible thank you. Thank you. I appreciate Nobel on that. I was just saying, I you want us to be something run by robots? What the hell? You're, you're, you want robots to run our lives? Solution, I don't get it. Your solution to world peace is act one of the Terminator? No, thanks. <laughs> No thanks, man. No thanks, Sarah Connor. <laughs> All right, uh, it's time for question number four. You ready for question number four? Ready for it. Here it is, question number four. What's your favorite Halloween costume? Oh, that one's actually pretty easy. Um, I have a son and we've both been into Star Wars for a number of years. Both okay. big fans of the dark side. Dark side, holler at your boy. So my favorite Halloween costume is what we've done for the past three years. I'm Darth Vader. And my son is Kylo Ren, and we're just out with our, um, <laughs> yeah, we're just out trick or treating, scaring people. It's always a really good time. Even when we don't go out, we'll like scare kids and trick or treat and hand out candy in the building as well. How, how legit is your Darth Vader costume? You got the, the well, helmet. And well, I, ha I have actually, I have like one of those like sixty dollar masks. So the mask is like pretty legit, except you know, so it's like classic Darth Vader. But the rest of the suit is, it's a little frumpy. It's one of those suits that you get from like Spirit Halloween. So it was like $54. They called it a deluxe, but you know, it's not super deluxe. And, and now for me, whenever I'm like dressing up for like a franchise character or anything like that, I always pick the black characters for like, also like when I play video games, I always play the black character. Like if it's a fighting game or whatever, like I don't even care. Uh, but you, you don't have that issue at all? No, no, I never really had that issue. I remember when I was younger, I was Superman all the time. And I'm talking back to when they had the plastic mask that you put on your face. So oh, that yeah. never really matched. You know what I mean? I just, I didn't care who I was. I was, just wanted to be someone different, I guess, for a little while. Well, Darth oh, Vader was, sad. Darth Vader was played <laughs> by, you know, several actors. And one of which was um, James Earl Jones. Well, he provided the voice. He never actually yeah. squeezed well, he, himself. Well, he did all the acting. He did the voice. His voice was everything. Well, I mean, you're really going to piss off a lot of physical actors with a statement like that, Dave. <laughs> there was just some guy in the suit. No one even knows who he is. All right. You know what? I'm going to give you a bell on that. And I'll tell you why. Because you mentioned that you had a son and the idea of you and your son running around. That's adorable. Thank you. Uh, so, that. All right. I get cutie points on that one. It is time for question number five. Are you ready for question number five? Here I'm ready. Uh, this is actually kind of this actually kind of dovetails with, with your answer to the last question. What kind of superhero would you be? I would be an anti-hero in the sense that I would be probably more in the gray area, right in between. Because uh -huh. I think the way, the way that we see superhero movies is sort of unrealistic in the sense that they go out 
and they just put themselves on the line all the time. Whereas right. it never really goes into like, well, what about if they're just a regular person and they still have to take care of their own families and they still have, you know, bills and different things to, you know, things to pay. So I don't think I would ever be to the side, you know, I wouldn't go out and try to hurt people, but I wouldn't necessarily go out of my way every night to try to make sure that everyone is safe. And I might occasionally use my powers for my own personal gain, let's be honest here. I might, if I'm super strong or I can speak to machines, I would have yeah. ATM machines spit a couple couple bucks <laughs> out here and there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so that's a great area. But I feel like I feel like this salt, the that's I think, not a great area. That's a super villain area. Yeah, okay. that's, yeah, that's right. out no, of that's super that's, that's feeling. That's, that's great super, area. That's that's anti-hero, right? That's but called if, the villains. The guys who if, rip out the ATM no. machines. I said a couple, a couple bucks here and there. I'm not ripping the whole, you know, like $50, $100 here and there. And now aliens come to attack the planet. Boom, I'm there defending the human beings. Like, no. Oh, that's so nice of you to finally so, defend the human beings after you get all your ATM money. So you're it's like really a superhero nice, you. and you, you're going to be a superhero and you're going to like low level thievery uh, as well. Because you refuse no, I, I, to do, I, do odd jobs or something? I don't I don't. You know, this reminds me of when I was a kid and I wanted to be invisible and it was all for perverted reasons. It was all, <laughs> the whole motivation to be invisible was everything was perverted. Well, I'm going to say- loosely affiliated with the, with the heroes, but uh -huh. I be the one that they reluctantly decide like, okay, oh man, we're going to have to have Drew help us again. You know, keep, keep watching, watch him around the ATM machines, you know. God, it's the but same thing that happens with like Lobo, where they're like, oh, we got to go to Lobo. Uh, Donna yeah. probably has no idea what we're talking about. I don't think she's a comic book person. Not at all. Lo Lobo is a Lobo's kind of an anti-hero. Uh, also a villain, though. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say no, Bell, on that, because oh. stealing from ATM machines, if you're going to, I mean, stealing from ATM, that's really petty crimes. Well, yeah, you know, but I waste, you know, but no, that's, waste why, that's why I said ATM man. machines because technically that money is all insured and I'm just taking from the bank. <laughs> oh, thanks. Hey. Oh. Wow, you sound just like a yeah. A it's very well socialist. Out. <laughs> Wait, no, you sound like uh, what are those guys? Uh, communists. Com communists. What What did you say, Shauna? He's Peter Pan. <laughs> oh, sort of like well, Robin Hood, more like Robin Hood, maybe. <laughs> right, I'm sorry. Right, yep. robbing. Peter, robbing yeah. in the hood. Peter Pan wasn't even <laughs> down. <laughs> robbing in the hood. Oh, yeah. if I could only hood. not give you a bell for that, Shauna. All right. Uh, it is time for question number six. Already? Question number six. Yep. Made it. Whoa. Yep. Here we go. Uh, final question. Here it is. All is right. other people's misery funny? Other people's misery is not funny, but I will qualify that in one oh, sense. Okay. Like, for example, like me, for example, if I trip, like okay. tripping was always a big thing for me, me and my friends. If someone trips or drops a bunch of stuff, we just always used to crack up. And if it happens to me, I'm I'm the first to start laughing, like because I just have no problem picturing how silly I look. So I will say, one time this guy was kind of walking through Manhattan, looking up at the at a at a skyscraper with no windows. And then oh he my gosh, stripping. calamity's about to go down. And then he like just started tripping, but he didn't realize he wasn't off the sidewalk. He was hopping on one leg. It, it just looked, it looked so silly. It looked like out of a slapstick movie. And then he collapsed. So the first thing I did was I was like, hey, are you okay? And he was like, yeah, I'm fine. And then I ran around the corner because I was holding in a lap and I just started just bawling. I was like, oh my God, that was so great. So that's sort of just tripping, you know, that sort of just um, losing your balance, I find 
entertaining. You're a big fan of slapstick. Slapstick, exactly. But I will always make sure someone's okay first. And then I will only kind of laugh with them or in their face if they're a friend of mine, never just a stranger. Just What, I was what like, do you do? You carry around like a bag of uh, banana peels? And just I throw them on the floor? Like, and then you have a great time? Yeah, wow. no, no, Dave, no. I don't, I, I, don't I, I kind of see where you're going with that, Dave. Really, banana ultimately, peels. though, it makes no sense. Banana like, peels, it, you fall on them. They, they're banana yeah, peels. They're I, know, I know what happens with banana peels. <laughs> That's like comedy from the 1920s. That was an old cliche, right? But it's kind of like quicksand. I never saw banana peels anywhere on the floor making anyone's you know, trip growing up. And I never ran into quicksand, which was I've always never, a big deal in the Same, party. same. I'm still doing really good with quicksand and banana peels. It's never happened. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to say no bell on that question. And I'll tell you why. Because I, what kind of an <laughs> would I be if I rang a bell for uh, other laughing at other people's misery? We can't. Hey, it's, you know what? It's okay. actually... It's part of human nature to laugh at something that makes us uncomfortable, and it's the basis of our comedy. Oh, the thank you, thing... Dr. Rosinski. You're welcome, <laughs> Dr. Vernado. That was great. Or All dentist right, so... Vernado. So, Drew, uh, thank you so much for answering all of our six questions. Now it's time to decide whether or not you get five whole dollars. But before we do that, uh, I want to, I, w I want you to tell people where they can find you. Oh, okay, sure. You can find me on Instagram or on Twitter. I don't really tweet much. I think it's a uh, dumpster fire out there. But at Drew Diggs, D R E W D I D G Z for both IG and Twitter. And you'll probably also find me yelling at tourists to get out of my way in Midtown, depending on how crowded it is. I'm usually that guy. Oh, get right. <laughs> well, uh, way to get out your aggression, Drew. All right. Uh, I do that, so too. It's time to decide whether you get $5. But before we decide, what we usually do is canvas the room. Uh, first of all, let's start off with you, Dave. What do you think? Should Drew get $5? I don't know. I feel like I learned a lot about my friend today that I didn't know, and his whole AI robot plan really messed <laughs> yeah. me up. That was like... <laughs> First of all, and then not, I'm not even going to start on, I, I will start wasting superpowers, wasting them. Okay. So go, you can go to an ATM right now with your bank card. You don't need to be able to fly or have super strength. So I, I'm sorry, man. I'm going to have to vote no. What? Yeah. And I vote never vote no. no. I never vote no. <laughs> wow. I didn't say I'm wasting the superpowers. The superpowers are still getting used. But seriously, all right, so if you had powers, do you think you would go out every night and try to save the world? I don't know how realistic that is, dude. I don't know. It depends how bored I was, I guess. Yeah, Maybe. you're going to uh, put your family so in danger, too. We've seen it all. <laughs> what do you think, Shauna? Should Drew get $5? I mean, based on the answers, no, but I want to say yeah anyway. So. <laughs> All right. Very ambiguous. Yeah. Thank you. Yo, yo, your answer <laughs> I didn't like sucked. the AI stuff. I didn't like the whole, like, yeah, the self kiosk thing. That's perfect. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to work at the stores that I'm shopping at. I think I don't. I'm not a fan of that at all. But I, hey, I, uh, I would agree with you on that one. And let's also <laughs> ask our producer. Uh, come on up, Rachel. What do you think? Should Drew get five dollars? Well, I also have a Darth Vader mask that is quite premium, and therefore he should get the five dollars. He should get the five dollars because you have it's a Darth Vader mask. Because, well, we both have Darth Vader masks, and I feel like that's a that's an important connection. 
because of your similarity. Yeah, because Darth Vader is the best and it can't really be disputed. Rachel, thank you so much. You don't Please. disappoint. Always <laughs> the same. You're welcome. Nice All auditorium. Right. So it looks like it's ambig ambiguous. So we have one person who's not undeci undecided. One person who says you should not get $5, your friend, Dave. Uh, and then one person who says you should get $5 because you have a mask. What do you think, Drew? Should you get $5 for your appearance on the show? Well, actually, um, well, I, I kind of agree with both sides. I think I want to walk right down the middle on this one. Like I said before, gray area, I'm going to be super consistent. I oh. agree with those that say I shouldn't get the money, but I also agree with those that say I shouldn't get the money. Well, then in that case, I'll be the tiebreaker. No $5. Thank you for being on the show. Uh, great job. Uh, we loved having you on the show. Uh, oh, no. Thanks so much. I appreciate let's, it. Let's find out the moral. Dave, what did you learn from this week's show? I don't know. I guess I learned more about AI than I want, bargained for. You know, I'm not ready for this uh, robot revolution. You know, um, I would probably use my superpowers for bad as well. Okay. Well, um, and that's well, I mean, well, hopefully you don't get any superpowers. Uh, now, uh, if you want to find us out there online, everybody, you can find us at unseemlyquestions.com and you can follow us at unseemly on all social media. Uh, thank you so much and bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.